Welcome to A Page in My Journal by the Gate and Ward Podcast. Your hosts today are Shalise Nance Hello. And, and myself, Susie Romans. Shalise, I was so excited today that we were coming to interview Khaleesi since we're all such good friends. I knew this would be really fun and some of the stuff we know is going to be off the record. Phew. <laughs> 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 but I just want to ask you what you've been doing lately. Well, it's busy. It's Christmas time, and I, too, was excited about um, visiting with Khaleesi today, and I thought, for sure, I'm going to bring, you know, my Christmas bells. But then as I thought about it, Khaleesi's here, and she's from Alaska, and she's going to talk about living on a farm. And so instead, I brought my cowbell. So welcome, Khaleesi. Welcome, thank you. We know a lot. And of, right at home, too. Yes. <laughs> well, we've heard a lot about Khaleesi and Christmas for a lot of years, so it was really exciting. It was easy to think of somebody who would be good to interview at Christmas time. We are excited to talk to you today about your Christmas experiences, especially the ones you've had in Alaska. Yes. So, Khaleesi, we know you very well, but will you take a minute to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I was doing the math today, and I realized I've been in the Gaten Ward for 24 years. Whoa. So that <laughs> I haven't said that number out loud before, and so I felt really and old thinking about it. And here you're only 26 years old. I know. Old. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been here for 24 years, and I have three boys, Josh, who's 21, Caleb is 18, and Brooks is 15. Um, and they, my life kind of revolves around them. So it's, it's hard to think of what else I do, but for the past year, I, um, have been fixing up a a house that I just downsized, you know, sold a house and I'm downsizing into a smaller home. And so I've spent a lot of hours painting and digging holes for bushes and changing light fixtures. And it's, it's been fun to create something that's mine and turn and it into a home an awesome job if you guys so, haven't seen Khaleesi's house you need to stop by because come by we saw, the, we, saw, <laughs> we saw the before and after and it yes. is pretty incredible what she's done with well, her own bare hands it's so true it, so true yes on a limited budget it's there's a lot you can do with paint so. <laughs> Anyway, so when you say that you can't remember a lot of things, well, I can remember when you clogged for our Release Society thing. <laughs> and I, wasn't Shalise up there with you? Uh, yes, yeah, 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 she was. <laughs> One of my highlight memories was that Christmas enrichment night we had when we had you guys clogging. And um, every now and then I break out my clogging moves in the kitchen, but it, it hasn't died yet. So. Well, I can remember... I met you when you were a young bride, so that was 24 years ago, holy cow, mm-hmm. moving into Richmond right out of college, and I loved you instantly and have loved being your friend and mom away from home. Since I'm so old, I get the title <laughs> of mom away from home. That works. I love it. And you're amazing in so many ways, so we're so excited to talk to you today. Um, I've heard over the years the wonderful stories of Alaska and Christmas in Alaska, so tell us about growing up in Alaska and what Christmas was like there. Yeah, so I think when I think back on my childhood and the longer that I'm away from Alaska, I realize that so much of it is so different. And, you know, you don't notice those things when you're a kid, but um, I I think it started with my dad. He had this dream to remodel something and um, turn it into something amazing. And he remodeled a part of the barn and that's what we lived in so I literally grew up and lived in a barn um and they shared one bathroom just so you know yes one teeny tiny bathroom and our bedroom was more of a loft I didn't have a bedroom door 
And, you know, all those movies that you see of teenagers slamming their bedroom door, I never got the luxury to do that. <laughs> so, but, and so there was some, there was things that were hard about it, but what, but it really taught us a lot, and we learned how to live in a small space with, you know, a lot of people, and we'd take turns, you know, taking a shower and brushing our teeth, you know, it was, it was, we, we learned a lot from that. And I think we did a lot of things differently, and Christmas was one of them. I remember one year, I was probably eight or 10 or something and my sister woke up and she was sick on Christmas morning and my parents kind of presented this plan to us and said you know do you want to should we wait until until she feels better before we open presents and I don't remember it being an issue we just kind of did it and we did get to open one present and we opened Cinderella and so we watched Cinderella oh, cool. and then one of my parents stayed home with my sister and then the other you know, we went and visited all the grandparents and aunts and uncles, and while we were there, they'd be like, well, what'd you get for Christmas? And we're like, we don't know. <laughs> we haven't <laughs> we haven't opened Christmas presents yet. And they were all shocked by that. And I just, rem- that just felt normal. Um, and so by the time we got done doing all the visiting, we came back, and it was probably 10 or 11 or midnight. I don't know. It was late. And we opened presents because she felt better, and it just made the day last so much longer and made Christmas last so long. So that was kind of an early memory that I have that my parents took opportunities to teach us that it's not really about the presence. It's yeah. about the feeling and spending time with family and creating memories and feeling the magic of Christmas. So tell us about the nativity in the barn. I always love that story. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about this, too, because it's like I lived in a barn, but then we would go out to the barn <laughs> where the animals were in the hay. And, yeah. <laughs> right on cue. Um, so my dad actually set this all up and he kind of did it as a surprise and he told us to get all dressed up and so we put all our winter gear on and we went outside and he had set up hay bales around and put lanterns everywhere and then he had little packages for each of us and my mom didn't know about this either this was just my dad kind of doing this for us and the packages were brown paper grocery bags and he had wrapped them up and with a sharpie marker he drew he was kind of an artist and he drew this really pretty bow on all of them and so we opened our presents, and there was a scarf that he had made for each of us. Oh, whoa. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> was, awesome. Well, it wasn't, like, crocheted or knitted. Like, yeah. he didn't do any of that. But he went, he had gone to the fabric store and cut out pieces of polar fleece. Oh, okay. And so he literally was on that counter with the big, you know, scissors and the yeah. thing. And he cut out all of our, our scarves and wrapped those up. And and then he just read the read the nativity story in the barn, and we could hear the horses munching on the hay, and the goose kind of doing the goose things, and um, and it just made made it so much more real when you think about what Mary must have felt like. Um, sorry, it wouldn't be a podcast with Khaleesi unless I cry, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, um, and just you know it. it kind of put it into perspective that, you know, you see the little nativities and you're like, oh, Jesus was born in a manger and it looks so cute and clean, you yeah. know, and then you're actually in the barn and you're like, holy cow, there's manure, there the smells, the, it was cold, you know, in Alaska, I don't know what it was like in Jerusalem, but, or Bethlehem, but, um, you know, it was, it's, it just made it very real. And so I always remember that just being like a very tender, humble, um, time that we spent as a family and we tried to replicate that years later you know throughout the years and would have other family join us and you know it was nice and it was always fun and I think I did that in Virginia with Shalise yeah. I think you came to my nativity in the yard yeah. and tried to replicate it and it's just um something that I remember and feeling so special but having that barn and you know that was just a huge part of my growing up was 
growing up in the barn. Wow, and we loved hearing about it. Well, and your parents, I just think, are incredible parents, and it doesn't surprise me at all that your dad would do any of that. Yeah, so. yeah, that's so, great. that's so great. Well, we love Alaska, but, you know, we think Virginia is a great place, too. Yeah. So will you share with us a special Christmas that you had in Virginia and why it meant so much to you? Yeah. So I think it was it was a drastic different change <laughs> yeah. coming to Virginia and having Christmas here. And sometimes I'd feel a little bah humbuggy to play Christmas music because there was no snow and yeah. it wasn't cold. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel like Christmas. Um, so it was it was that was kind of a challenge. Um, but there was one particular year that there was a lot going on in my life, and it was a year of transition and change and hard things. And so I remember feeling very um, alone and just. It was just so different, um, and I, it wasn't really about the presents and not wondering what I was going to get. It was just just this feeling of feeling alone, yeah. and um, I again, it was a transition. So I had started working, and and I would come home from work sometimes, and there would be my leaves that were completely raked and and cleaned up, or there would be a box of food on my doorstep. Um, and then um, Sister Missionary showed up and had this basket of all these, you know, little trinkety things and lotions and soaps. And then there was gift cards for pedicures and clothes and so I could get a new outfit. And again, it wasn't so much the things. It was just just feeling that I wasn't forgotten and yeah. feeling that I was loved by my family here in Virginia. And I still don't know who all these people were. I think some of them were in this room <laughs> who were part of, <laughs> were a part of some of this, but um, it, uh, so I can't, I can't even thank everyone. So if, if you were a part of that, then I, I appreciate it so much, but it, it really did mean a lot to, to make Christmas a little brighter that year. Yeah. That's, so. a, that's a special, a special memory. And, you are very loved in our ward, you know. Everybody knows you by just Khaleesi. <laughs> not everybody know, Not everybody can be known by just their first name. But you have kind of a unique I'm like Cher, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're Cher. A clogging Cher, holy cow. <laughs> All right, tell us about your favorite Christmas present and why you loved it so much. And what did you ever give your kids that was a big hit? Okay, so I'm going to have to break those into two. Um hmm. It's hard to it's hard to think of my favorite. There's a couple things, so I'll just kind of say them really quickly. Sure. Um, when my, I was in high school, my parents surprised us with a trip to Hawaii, so that was Whoa. really fun. We didn't know anything about it, and we didn't have a lot of Christmas presents. It was, it, you know, I think we got a beach towel or, you know, something like that, but it was mainly just spending time as a family. So did you leave, did you spend time in Hawaii for Christmas, or did you go to Hawaii after Christmas? No, it no, was their Christmas present. We were... <laughs> Susie, Susie, no. I, mean, I know this story. Who am I interviewing? Susie or Kalisi? I know this story. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we spent Christmas there, and we did not know we were going to Hawaii until we were boarding the plane. That so, is so cool. It was a little shocking, and we were like, we don't want to go. We don't want to go. Because it was just the shock. We didn't know what mom had packed. Like, we had no yeah. idea. How old were you? Uh, I was a freshman in high school, so okay. 14-ish, 13, 14. So fun. Yeah, so that that was a really fun Christmas present. Um, another one that is just almost embarrassing, but I ha I remember I was about eight and I got this purple and pink clock radio alarm clock. Yeah, and I used that all through high school, and I took that to college with me. I brought that to Virginia with me. It has been with me for thirty plus years. Yeah, and this last year, it well, it's the alarm clock 
part stopped working and so I couldn't use it as an alarm clock but I still used it as a clock but then even the numbers got so faint you couldn't see it anymore so I don't have it well I don't use it anymore but it's still in a box under my bed because I just can't get rid of it and I don't know why it's just something that reminds me of Christmas in my childhood and so it's a silly purple and pink alarm clock but well I have something similar where I got this white alarm clock and that's back in the old days yeah we would listen to the radio and yes. that's how I really like fell in love with music and, yes you know that's totally I think it. I'm gonna get my kids an alarm <laughs> clock hey, for Christmas. I had a purple and pink <laughs> sailor hat that had a purple cow with pink polka dots so it had nothing to do with the time but I wore it to the Seattle World's <laughs> Fair for like a week Sorry. and Every, Jeez, single, never gotten along every single picture I'm in, I have on a purple yeah. and pink sailor hat. So there must so be something funny. about purple and pink. Oh, could be. Could be. Okay, I have one more, though. Yes, my, probably my most meaningful is actually I'm cheating. It's not really a Christmas present. Okay. It was a Mother's Day present. But I, it was, um, I, my dishwasher had broke, and I couldn't afford to get a new one and fix it. And Caleb, my son, my 15-year-old, who was 15 at the time, he saved up his money. He had a job at Tropical Smoothie, and he saved his money, and he bought me a dishwasher for Mother's Day. And every time I think about that, I just yeah. am filled with, with so much gratitude that he would do something And it was so to the selfless. tune of $750. Yes. That's a lot of yes. money for a kid. And that was one thing that I, when I sold that house, I was like, the dishwasher doesn't convey it. You know, <laughs> I wanted to take it with me. But... Um, so that was sad to leave behind, but I have a selfie in front of that dishwasher just to remember that. But it just reminds me of that was to me like true gift giving is that he sacrificed so much of himself to do something so big for me that didn't benefit him at all. How about for your kids? Can you remember anything you gave them that they just went wild over? It's, you know, I don't know. They're kind of hard. You know, boys are hard. I'm like, (laughs) oh, um, and again, this maybe doesn't really count as a Christmas gift, but for Christmas last year, I, in preparation for that, I was asking them what they wanted for Christmas, and especially having just moved to a different house, I was like, what would make this house better, you know, and they said a ping pong table, and I thought, there is no way I can fit a ping pong table in this little house. We couldn't fit it in the bigger house. Why could we fit it in this little house? But I, the more I thought about it and tried, I just thought, okay, I found this three-in-one table that's a ping-pong table, pool table, dining room table. Yeah. So, it and I tried to order it for Christmas last year, but we had just moved in, and I had nowhere to put it, and then I ordered it, and it kept getting canceled, blah, blah, blah. Well, a month ago, it finally came. So, it, it's not really like a Christmas morning Christmas present, but they are loving it, oh, and they good. play all the time, and one night... I w- it was late and I was ready to go to bed. It was after midnight and I had to get up for work the next day and they decided that they wanted to play ping pong and my bedroom does not have a door. I live in this little oh, attic. Back to the old days. Back to, back yes. to the barn yes. days. My barn days has prepared me for my slanted ceiling and no door. Yeah. Um, so, and I thought, I, I got to tell them they can't play and I just had to stop myself and I let them play ping pong and it was just so fun to hear them trash talking and and slamming ping pongs against the wall and it was just super fun to hear how much fun they were having and that just rocked me to sleep that night yeah, so that's awesome I think they're enjoying it but I'm also enjoying just having, having them such a fun gift that gives it over and over again because you yes. can play it every day yeah. yes so parents if you're looking for a good gift for your kids ping pong table might be one thing <laughs> yeah, that consider. and also fun. just note when we say Khaleesi doesn't have a bedroom door her bedroom is so cool <laughs> it's not like 
it's not cool not having a door. So yeah. Anyway, anytime still- you're feeling a little bored with your giant bedrooms, you can come hang out in my bedroom and you'll just you never can slam the door and be a bad example. That's I really know. good. <laughs> yeah, good and I can hear everything my teenagers are doing. So. Yeah, that, that is awesome. very good. Well, Khaleesi, it's been so fun to speak with you about your Christmas memories. And in the end, we just want to ask you, what do you want your posterity to know about your testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Okay, so the short answer is that my testimony of God and Jesus Christ is um, is not about what I know, but it's about what I don't know. And I know that sounds weird, so I'll give you the long answer. Um, <laughs> that's just not too long, but a little bit longer. Um, and that is, you know, throughout my life and different experiences, I think sometimes I some there's been times where I felt close to my Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, and then where I felt that they were close to me, and then there has been times where I have not felt them. And felt like they were very far away. And, uh, you know, I think with relationships, just, you know, in my family or with friends, you know, I, I tend to, if something's not going well, I kind of go, okay, well, what am I doing? How can I make this better? And so I, I took the same approach with my testimony and going, okay, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing that's that's not working? And that process was just overwhelming. It was, it kind of brought a lot of anxiety um, because I just, it wasn't working and what I was feeling in my heart wasn't matching up with what other people were feeling. And I would look at them and go, well, they have that. How come I don't have that? What am I doing? You know, so there was just a lot of like, just anxiety about it. And so I just thought, okay, I have to take a new approach. And I just stripped it down, went back to the basics and just accepted that my, (laughs) um, human brain, it just cannot comprehend these heavenly things you know spiritual things these existential things I just had to kind of accept that there's no way that I'm going to understand everything um, that God understands and something happened and you know I think I think we call it trust we call it faith you know but for some reason those words didn't mean anything to me Um, and so recently just having that shift where it was like I don't know I don't I can't explain it and it doesn't make sense but aren't the possibilities amazing? And isn't there, there, that brought hope. And I think, you know, we're talking about Christmas and, um, you know, I think back on the times when, you know, you, you think about waking up on Christmas morning and think about the wonder of Santa Claus and the reindeer and how does he get down the chimney and that wonder and amazement. And I'm feeling that for the first time in a long time that wonder and amazement about the possibilities and so it's not so much about what I know anymore and I don't know what I know anymore but the feeling that just awe and amazement of the possibilities is what has been really um helpful and comforting and brings that peace and I'm so grateful for it so thank you thank you for sharing that I think you know we all go through a lot of experiences in life, learning and growing and different times, different things. And and I would love that you have had some peace and some comfort in your life, which you've been an amazing example of strength to all of us for many challenges that you've overcome. And we just love you to pieces and we're so happy to have you in our ward. So thank you, Cleesey, and thanks for joining us today on the Gate Ward Podcast, a page in my journal 
We look forward to meeting with another member of our ward to share their thoughts. Hope everyone is having a great December and remembering and recreating and creating new experiences at this special time of year in December. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.